0: It's time for the Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast.
1: Oh, indeed. I'm glad you connected. This is Dave Johnson, voice of the Washington Wizards. You have connected to the right place because you are listening to my man, Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast.
0: Oh, man. It is that time of year. In just a couple of days, we get to stop. Our faces with turkey, mashed potatoes, gravy, pumpkin pie, and so much more. And not to mention the waxing the commanders are going to get from the Dallas Cowboys. We'll talk about a lot of what happened last week and so much more in a preview going into this week. All coming up next on episode 193 of the Kirby on Sports podcast. <music> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode 193 of the Kirby on Sports Podcast. Again, I'm your host, Josh Kirby. It's that time of year. It's just a different feeling, ladies and gentlemen, with Thanksgiving right around the corner, getting into the holiday season. It, nothing better than that. Once again, welcome in episode 193. Thanks to all of our sponsors, PM Plus Reserves, Shenandoah Primitives. Dr. Dave Leadership Corporation, Mark Francis with Icon Real Estate, Barrett Pest and Termite Services, Mark Lynch with Guild Mortgage, Shenandoah Music, and the official energy drink of the Kirby on Sports podcast, Don't Sleep Energy. Make sure you check them out, don'tsleepenergy.com. Use promo code KOS Podcast for 12% off your order every single time. Let's not waste any more time a man who made the trek from the outskirts of Washington D.C. in the midst of all the rain and all the Thanksgiving traffic and he is
1: right across from me the weapon Dan Dembski how are you sir ready to stuff my face in two days I'll tell you that much and enjoy some really good football man uh it was, it was a great week this past week in the NFL. Can't wait to talk about it with the three-man booth.
0: The three-man booth, and we welcome in the third member of our team, Carlos, the Swiss Army Knife, who will be making a lot of fun of me, a lot of fun at me today, probably for this bad intro, but because the commanders suck. Carlos, how are you, sir?
2: Well done, Kirby. Well done. Well oh! done. Well oh! done.
0: It was We done. didn't derail the show for Well
2: one. done, sir. It got a little dicey at the end there, but you know what? You pulled it through. We finally got a good intro out of you. Energy? It's about time, energy? man. I've been working on you for the whole season, and I think I'm finally starting to rub off on you.
0: <laughs> well, let's just hope this podcast doesn't get derailed when it oh, comes it'll get derailed. Don't it, worry about For that. The pity party sponsored by the Kirby on Sports podcast.
2: No, this is like your pity party. I, I am not attending
1: this pity party. <laughs> I'm sorry for encouraging him. I want to apologize. In advance yes, to our Dan listeners. did
0: encourage me. He is sitting right across from me he empow- he in, in, in our room.
1: group
2: chat. I empowered him. Dan empowered Kirby while he's having his little pity party. Yeah. And like, Kirby always does he gets a he gets an inch he takes a mile and he went he he just he just overdid it like he always does. but it's fine. it's okay. We'll let him we'll
1: let him have this week, but this will be we're, it. No more
2: we're, we're gonna have an intervention. It's fine.
0: That's right. but a, a good intro. I got a gold star from the Swiss Army knife Carlos Martinez. and with that, we are getting right into how our teams did this past week. Then we'll get into the breeze. And then the Kirby on sports pick them. And... I'm not sure if Carlos did this, but I added in three more pickums. But I don't think it's on the list there for Thanksgiving. No, I didn't
2: ask for those, and good old cream cheese over here decided he was going
1: to give me information I didn't care about. Yeah, <laughs> no, I added in three additional pickums for Thanksgiving food. But he's hoping he can get back in the race. That's that's the only way reason he did it. <laughs> yeah, but doing the Thanksgiving food,
2: I may or may not have sabotaged him this week. Muha ha ha ha! Not really, but <laughs> I may have sabotaged him. Uh, just by circumstance, because I made him have to pick the commanders this week. We'll talk about it during the pick.
0: Well, I, I was about to say if that was any other than, but uh, yeah, I we'll, am contractual. We'll
2: discuss it during the pick segment.
0: All right. All right. So <laughs> here we go. Let's talk about our teams getting right in, starting with Thursday night. And Dan, obviously a Ravens win, but unfortunately Mark Andrews yeah. out for the season, but yeah. Pause on that. Oh yes, no, no, I'm sorry. There is a possibility, a possibility. It's slim, though, but there's a possibility. But regardless, so you're saying there's a chance. But regardless, uh, let, let me just preface it by saying the Ravens are looking good, but it seems like mm-hmm. every week there's a key injury or something.
2: No, it's every time In- they play on Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. every time it's a Thursday a- night. Game. Abolish the injury. Thursday night games. Zero. We don't need these. We only need them for Thanksgiving. After that, we
1: don't need Thursday night games. I'm all for that. I'm all for that being the end.
0: Oh, done for. There's a Black Friday game this year, so I think.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Okay, but Black Friday again. It's it's different. It's a holiday week. I'm okay with a Black Friday game. Having
1: like yeah, having one like celebratory week where uh, this happens, but not not every week. Yeah, like
2: uh, I mean, most of the Thursday night games suck. Amazon's not the greatest. Um, In terms of, you know, I I just don't think Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit work well together. I I just don't think they
1: have the right chemistry. Um, Yeah,
2: yeah, and then also just for the health of the players, man, like it's just so many key injuries keep happening on Thursday night unnecessarily. It's like, why do do we really need Thursday night games? Like like we, we get enough football on Sunday as it is. I, I, much, don't need, I don't need probably. a Thursday night game. I, I hate Thursday night games in all honesty,
0: but we did have fun at FedEx on Thursday night. Yes, we did. We yeah. did, Despite we did. the outcome, but Johnny, still.
1: Johnny had a lot of fun <laughs> on Thursday night yeah, for,
2: for, for you, for you. I mean, in terms of the game, you did not have a great time. Uh, like the actual game, the actual football uh, that yeah. was being played, but in terms of the rest, rest that, of the experience, that
0: experience though, on Thursday night, it was fun. It was a lot Get of off fun. work, play cornhole. Like if you're a working man, but we planned this around, but you know.
2: Yeah. But so, anyways, let, let's talk about the Ravens. Now.
0: Yeah. But the Ravens getting the win, obviously, but Mark Andrews injured, but the Ravens still look pretty good. And just my thing, they're number one in the AFC right now. And I hope they continue to look good. As good as they are, and I just hope nobody else gets injured along the way. Because just in my mind, it feels like a lot of Ravens players are going down with injuries.
1: Well, they've they've been better this year than years past, certainly. They haven't lost nearly as much. Uh, Because if you remember the first game of the season, the first couple weeks, it was pretty rough. They were losing guys left and right, but I think they've gotten pretty healthy for the most part. So that's why this Mark Andrews injury to me is kind of like an outlier uh, or has been an outlier on the season for the Ravens who usually by now are missing most of their roster. So the fact that, or most of their starters. So yeah, the fact that they by at this point. Yeah. And of course Lamar got hurt in the game, but he came back. I knew, I knew he was going to come back It didn't look that serious, but, um, so thankfully he was able to continue to play. Cause I'm like, if he's not out there, we, we can't beat anybody. I, it, you know, I'm, I'm not a Tyler Huntley guy. So, um, but, um, you know, knock on wood, they've stayed pretty healthy to this point. This is the part of the season now where the last, you know, little back end here, of the season, they got to stay healthy. They got to make sure they take care of themselves. And now having that extra rest after the Thursday night game is also key as well for that to continue. So, um, now I know Harbaugh mentioned today that there's an outside possibility. Andrews could come back. Uh, you know, I, I think if he's not, you know, a high percentage, you don't bring him back in the regular season at all. I think, um, if this team does make a run, they do get in the postseason. They're certainly going to need him at that point. Um, if he's feeling well enough to, I'd say if he's 85, 90%, you probably try to bring him back, but that's one of those injuries too, that it seems like it's a high risk uh, type of re injure re-injury probability. So maybe they don't um, decide to bring him back. We'll see what happens, but you never know. Everybody recovers differently from these things. And um, there's been a ton of, of Achilles injuries and just a a lot of lower um, leg injuries this year, I feel like more than any other season. Um, And I think that's partly due to the, uh, just how the rules have sort of evolved over time to allow like outlaw a lot of, or change a lot of how defenders have to tackle, which it's already gotten hard enough. So um, I will start by commenting that I think people who say they want to outlaw that type of tackle to me, it's like, I don't, I don't agree with that. Um, I know it's easy for John Harbaugh to sit there and say that when you're, you know, one of your main receivers goes down with that type of injury, but it's like defenders already have a hard enough time trying to make tackles. Um you're just you're just making the game worse if you continue to limit what they can do, how they can bring um, offensive players down. So I don't I don't necessarily agree with that.
0: Not to mention the same sort of tackle happened to Florida State's quarterback too. jeez. Mm-hmm. Absolutely
1: probably wrecked his career. Yeah, it's he's I mean, you have to so we're looking at that very, tackle on the pro and college yeah, yeah, level. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's just hard because like it's 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 easy to break it down at, at half speed or six, you know, seventy percent speed, whatever. When those guys are going full speed, they're not thinking about how they're gonna tackle um players, especially when they're trying to bring them down while they're moving. So um, yeah, I, I just think it's it's too difficult of a thing to um <clears throat> quote unquote outlaw and to also enforce so um it just i don't know it's just it's just hard to play defense in the NFL now there's just there's just so many rules and stuff you can't do so um it would just be too much to add another one but um no i i think the ravens came out and they they took care of business they did what they had to do and it really started um with running the football you know gus edwards scored the first touchdown of the game and Um, unlike in prior weeks, I felt like they stuck with the run throughout the game, mixing in, um, Keaton Mitchell as well, the, the second string running back. And then a lot of Lamar Jackson running the football as well, who had nine carries. Um, and defensively, I, I thought the Ravens were very solid. They did a great job. I think, um, we know how many weapons, um, the Bengals have, of course, um, you know, we all know it starts with Jamar Chase. He only had two catches in this game. He did have a touchdown, but it was, um, I believe that was late in the game. Yeah, that was in the fourth quarter, and by then it was sort of a garbage-time touchdown anyway. So um, the secondary was fabulous uh, against this Cincinnati team. Um, and I really, I thought up until Joe Burrow well, we got injured. A, a,
2: yeah, okay, I was about to say, I was be like, how did, have we gone this far in this game and not brought up the Joe Burrow injury yet? Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> done for the season, non-contact throwing. Um, but now, th- then we found out later um, there was that video of, I guess it was him a b- with a brace reporter. or so the Even hand.
2: Later, it was literally it was before the game that everybody was talking about it. And then yeah. obviously then the injury happened in the game. And every, that's when everyone was like, OK, so there was something wrong because, again, he did. I mean, there was the play beforehand. Uh, he, did, he
1: did get hit and it got hit the, the play beforehand yeah. very
2: awkwardly. So there's maybe that, but uh, the NFL is investigating why he was wearing a brace beforehand, why he was seen like in the video. And they're just investigating that injury in total to see if there was any shenanigans by the Bengals could uh, be. in terms of not reporting it.
1: It de- definitely could be. But um, yeah, I, I felt like I felt like the Ravens did a good job when he was, when he was playing as well. I feel like they did a good job of, uh, Limiting the big plays because we all know that this this team can can really um, you know they they strike on the on the deep plays all. Well, the time. I guess
2: we wouldn't really know too much on how well like because I mean all in all like the Bengals when or Joe Burrow got hurt on the touchdown pass that's when like it really like flared up whatever it was mm-hmm. or the, that's when the ligament I guess tore in his hand is when he threw that pass um so and, and at that point again they had just scored it was a tied game i believe so i don't necessarily know i will just never really know how that game would have gone had burrow like stayed in
1: yeah that was that you are correct that was it was a 10 to 7 game at that point um pretty early in the second quarter um but yeah i i think but i i thought up to that point i thought the ravens defense had played pretty well the offense kind of got stagnant after that first drive and it was sort of Reminiscent of how it's been, um, you know, the past few weeks with this team where they sort of have, you know, they, they drive down the field and, and score early in the game, but they kind of go cold after that. And I but yeah. I, I felt like they did a good job of bouncing back and, um, you know, really dominated after that point. Now, I, I thought Jake Browning came in and played pretty well for Joe Burrow. Um eight of fourteen with I've never heard of him. <laughs> yeah, he went to uh yeah, man, these backup quarterbacks, man. It's not where did, where did they get these guys? It's just crazy. But I mean up. the Browns. The There's a
2: lot of mediocrity in the league right now. So yeah,
1: Brady Brady's got a good point when he says that. So um yeah, I, I thought he played okay, really. I mean, given the circumstances. I know that um, you know, obviously the, the the Bengals really stuck with the run after that, and I thought Joe Mixon had a pretty nice game, but I think all in all the, the biggest difference in this game was the, the Ravens defense got a lot of pressure uh, throughout the game when Burrow was playing surprise!
2: It, the Cincinnati Bengals can't stop any pressure.
1: Yeah. It's, it's been the same old story for three or four years now yeah. with this offensive line. They still haven't been able to fix it. So despite the um, fact that they have invested
2: so much in that offensive line, it's still exactly, not
1: any better. Exactly. So, and um, you know, I've been critical of the Ravens at times for not getting enough pressure in their losses. I felt like they did a good job in this game. And, um, coming off a short week i felt like their defense was just really really had a lot of energy in this game and that was that was good to see um yeah and i, I think offensively they just you know they they did what they do best which is start with the run the play action pass um had a lot of success and i thought lamar did a great job of spreading the ball uh around to, to several different receivers to odell beckham and zay flowers and and nelson aguilar had that touchdown as well which was a sort of a crazy carom if you will to go back to that um was that? I think it was, I don't know if it was Clemson or what, what game it was like a while ago in college, but it there was like this weird carom anyway. Um, kind of a lucky play, but you take those touchdowns when you can get them, you'll, you know, you know, it's um, it's part of the game. So I just feel like the Ravens came in and take care of business, took care of business like they had to do. We, we knew coming in, this was a must win game for the Bengals. Um, <clears throat> and you know, it is unfortunate that Joe Burrow gets hurt. Um, I, th- I still think the Ravens would have won this football game. I think it would definitely would have been more competitive with Burrow out there. There's no question about it. But absolutely, you know, I don't know With the, with the pressure they were getting on Burrow as well. It just makes you wonder how long, you know, like like how long Burrow would have been able to thrive under that pressure as well. So, um, yeah, I, I don't have well, much of to never say. Know. Um,
0: There's a question. Now that you brought up Joe Burrow, like what does this mean for Cincinnati? Now oh, their season's cooked. Yeah, season's pretty
2: cooked. much. They're also done.
1: five, so yeah, they're done. They're done. Yeah,
2: and all, all what is it? All five of their losses are AFC losses. So like, yeah, they're cooked. Like it'd be, it'll be really hard for them to, you know, get the tiebreakers needed sure. to be able to even catch the wild card. Like they'd have to run the table, and there's no way they're running the table with whatever the heck their quarterback's name is. Sure. I don't even know his name.
1: Jake Browning, yeah, yeah, Jake Browning. Uh, let me. Where see. is he even from? I th- think he went to Washington. State. The, I mean, these back-up oh, backup. The Washington, Washington. Can, yeah.
0: can I? Can I just touch on these backup quarterbacks? Dorian
1: Thompson. Dorian Thompson. I mean, Robinson or whatever. I mean, know. I I've never T-R-D. heard of him. Um, Tim. I've never heard
2: of him. Tim Sam Boyle. Howell, who the heck is this kid?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, he should yeah.
2: be—he should be a backup quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> he will be. He will be eventually. Well, yeah, Mark, Mark i, I don't know.
0: I don't know the way this season's going. But like, um, Tim Boyle. You, you guys just
2: okay. We'll, we'll 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 discuss your team in a little bit. Wait your turn, Kirby.
1: <laughs> yeah, we don't need to talk about. Keep Sam Howell out your mouth right now. Well, he started. I—I okay. i brought. I—I I, okay, I, I I, I did make the Sam Howell joke, so. Well, it was funny. So, well done.
0: Yeah, but, anyways, it's just interesting how these quarterbacks are getting hurt. I mean, I mean Tommy DeVito too. That's one. And we'll, well talk. I think, about
2: I, th- I think I saw somewhere that like this is the most, like this year has been is like the broke the NFL record for most backup quarterbacks that have had to start. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. There's been a lot of QB injuries. There's been a lot of backup quarterbacks. There's been a lot of bad quarterback play because oh, of it. Brutal. Yeah. It's, it's been a brutal uh, year for the league in terms of quarterback play. But, you know, it, it. but also like this feels like the most wild season just because we can't get a feel on anybody right now. It's
1: it's wide open. And I think that's why we've struggled to like, who's the MVP? I, I mean, I guess it's right now. Jalen Hurts is, I the guess, Jalen Hurts because is because of last night, but, but we'll discuss was, that would- also.
2: He wasn't great. He wasn't great was, last night either. So I'm no. like, why is everybody absolutely, absolutely not? Bandwagon.
0: Absolutely. Not. He hasn't looked. Great. Well, 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 I got to I gotta I gotta wait think, my I turn. I think that's
1: what makes it harder too. You've he's, had a lot He's got to wait his turn. You've had a lot of, a lot of bad receiver play. I know Carlos is going to touch on that, but because his team has the worst case of it, uh, his secondary team, I should say. Um, it's pathetic. Uh, <laughs> my,
2: my 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 primary team has great receivers. So. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, they they <laughs> uh, they have one of some one of the best groups in, in the NFL. So consider yourself yeah. lucky there. Um, but yeah, yeah. We, we've seen a lot of bad receivers, um, and just I think in the NFL in general, just the, the running game is not it's it hasn't worked across the league much this year.
2: But I also attribute that a lot to there's just like it's also a lineman thing. I just think there's just so much there's a lack. of, like Brady even said it during his interview with Stephen a is there's a lack of good coaching and there's a lack yep. of um player development happening in the league now because so many of these kids are just expect you know they play immediately basic they're expected to be great. system in college yeah and then they come to the NFL and they're just not prepared for the NFL and that's why you see so many of them not work out because, you know throughout high school up to co- through college you're you're not you're, you're not brought up through a pro system you're yeah. brought up through a very basic spread you know offense that just doesn't do the things that are needed in the NFL and it, it it goes with quarterback play it goes with lineman play which which affects running backs and you know it's not a lack of running back talent there's so much running back talent that that's why running backs aren't getting paid you can find a great running back in the 7th round are. nowadays yeah. Yeah. I mean, Isaiah Pacheco is a seventh rounder, but it's just there's there's just this gap that needs to be figured out. And it stems from we need to get coaching figured out. We need to get better coaches because a lot of the old heads are gone that that developed so many great players. They're all they're they're done. They're cooked, you know, and these younger guys just like keep. Not everybody's going to be a Sean McVay like we need traditional coaches who aren't always this experimental type trying to change the league. Yeah, and it's the mindset. We are so too. off
1: topic, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think the I think another mindset too is like these these guys who were drafted are expected to be you're expected to be immediately good. You're expected immediately, to it's to like the it's up like and, be to and be able to be a you an all pro, and that doesn't happen. Really. That's not realistic. It ha- it takes time to develop that. Not everybody Patience is, is in the NFL. Patrick He's Mahomes.
2: Are the first year he comes in, he lights up the league and wins the MVP. Like well, that, thats just not gonna happen. He's a one. He's a generational talent.
1: Well, you know, he, like that's—that's
2: that's just not gonna happen. And also, he was in the perfect system with yeah. Andy Reid being able to sit behind he, Alex Smith. He had time him. to
1: develop. That's that—that's the key for him. So he had a, he had a couple years and, there you know, to develop. But that's the thing is, football fans are so, and this goes league. This
2: this goes just for everybody. This isn't just this one specific fan base. It's like yeah. this whole C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young thing. Everybody's already trying to call Bryce Young uh, a bust because of the way C.J. Stroud is playing. But it's like Bryce Young does not have the same infrastructure that C.J. Stroud has. Yeah, Yeah, I I, I I wouldn't blame Bryce Young for that. And I think it's it's unfair to immediately critique. Like, yeah, sure, some guys, you just know they don't have it. Like uh, Josh Rosen a few years ago. Like you just knew he didn't have it. Mitch Trubisky, you just knew they did not have it. Like you could kind of see it, but at the same time, it was also a case of, I feel like they were just there's too that there we put too much pressure on these rookies to immediately come in and they have to change the the fate of the team. Tr- again, think think about it. Like Troy Aikman, he was one and like thirteen in his first year. Two years later, he's winning the Super Bowl. Like you gotta give you gotta give teams time. If you're the first overall pick, you're going to a bad team. That's right. And you got it. You need time to for the for the franchise to build around you. Now sometimes franchises don't build correctly, and that also affects the quarterback. But it's like you gotta you gotta there's a process here. And it's not gonna just change overnight like with some other teams.
1: Yeah, and I, I think the NFL is specific with that too. Like it's just people want immediate results and it it doesn't work that way because you don't have the big splash free agency stuff like you have in the NBA. There's not guys moving around all the time, which I like about the NFL, by the way, for the most part. I like the fact that... Uh,
2: I mean, it would make things a little more exciting sometimes, you know?
1: Yeah, but I I, I kind of like it that there's more... It seems like there's more, at least it seems like there's more loyalty. But um, I know a lot of that is, is just the way the NFL structured. It's just different. Um, but yeah, I think it's 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 just hard it's just hard for guys to come out of college and it's it, there's going to be a tiny percentage of those guys who even come out and are able to start at a decent level it's there's only a couple guys a year you could point to and say you know this person was able to be plugged in immediately and be uh make make a difference and of course CJ Stroud being the guy this year so yeah but yeah, I, I think in general, the Ravens, uh, as we get as I wrap as we up, finally
2: get back on track,
1: <laughs> I don't I don't have much else to say. I, I was very impressed with how they played, um, especially coming off a short week. I felt like they had had a lot of energy. Um, surprisingly, I, I thought it was going to come out because, you know, the Bengals knew they had to win this game. Um, and obviously the Joe Burrow injury, I think, kind of deflated them completely. You could just sense that was when the game shifted. Um, but the Ravens really had their way with the Cincinnati defense, which I I didn't think they would really struggle, especially running the football, considering the Bengals have one of the worst rush defenses in the league. Um, and yeah, I was just very impressed. Nice win for the Ravens. Um, got got a one here on Sunday night against the Chargers. I'm hoping we can uh, make it nine and three heading into our bye week. I'd be very pleased. And um, you know, I, I just hope they can keep the momentum going. This season has been so tough, and it's just hard to nail down who's who are those elite teams. It seems to shift every week. So. Um, I hope the Ravens can stay at the top of that conversation. So, yep.
0: The Baltimore Ravens over the Cincinnati Bengals, 34 to 20. And when we return, Carlos has a lot to talk about. No, no, <laughs> no.
2: My two teams are last. We got to talk about your team.
0: Yep. Oh, so I'm going next. Yes. Well, we'll we got to gather my thoughts. So we'll be back in just a little while for that right here on the Kirby on sports podcast. For sports fans living in condominium and homeowners associations, as well as business professionals. When you need a reserve study, PM Plus Reserves has been in business since 1990. Their studies are accurate and easy to understand. Check them out when your association needs a study, www.pmplusreserves.com. You can also contact them at 703-803-8436. Once again, www.pmplusreserves.com. Is it finally time to upgrade your home's interior? How about with an authentic farm table made locally from recycled barn wood? Shenandoah Primitives, based right here in Winchester, Virginia, makes farm tables, benches, tables, coffee tables, in a long list of other items for your home decorating needs. At Shenandoah Primitives, function and style are combined for great furniture that will last generations. If you're interested in combining the industrial look of metal with wood or considering something incredibly unique with a live edge, Shenandoah Primitives turns those ideas into reality. Thinking about a mirror, wine rack, or other XMPs for your home, Shenandoah Primitives can assist with that as well. As a local small business, Shenandoah Primitives is happy to work with each client for a custom design or schedule an appointment to come out and view current inventory. Local high-quality handmade items can be found at Shenandoah Primitives. Find us on Facebook and Instagram, or visit us at www.ShenandoaPrimitives.com. Once again, that's www.ShenandoaPrimitives.com. It is that time of the show. Carlos. Carlos. <laughs> <in> this- <laughs> <laughs>
2: Let the pity party begin. Welcome, one. Welcome, all boys and girls. Come on in and welcome to the Josh Kirby Pity Party. The Josh Kirby Pity Party. That was right off the dome, guys. That was awesome. Is
0: that what
1: we're calling this? So is my sad music. This is the
2: Pity Party segment. Welcome. The Giants. We did not not plan that. That was the
0: Giants thirty-one. The Commanders nineteen.
1: Are you a Commanders fan? I can't remember. Uh, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. What was this? Embarrassing? I don't know, man. You tell me. Go
2: ahead.
0: Talk. Talk about your... It t- was t- embarrassing. Um, I mean, you look. The defense... You're I'm just a guest. Unfortunately, I don't want to be a guest, but I'm here. We forgot the party hats. <laughs> the defense, I think, played decent in the first half. Obviously, <coughs> yeah, see. <laughs> I mean, nine sacks, but... Still.
2: I mean that's fair. That's, fair. Mean, they, that's
0: fair. They had nine sacks. This is it's a record. Like the Commanders had nine sacks and still lost 31 to 19. That's like the first time that happened since who knows how long ago. Um the turnovers obviously didn't help uh I mean I I don't know what to say about Sam Howell. I mean three interceptions. He was got off.
1: Yeah, yes. he was bad.
0: But is this another learning experience for Howell, or does
1: this just tank
0: Howell and he doesn't play well the rest
1: of the season? Um, I mean, there's somewhere in the middle where he's just an average quarterback,
2: that's true too. Let's, yeah, let's just, I mean, that I mean, I'll, I'll get my
1: thoughts later. I'll get my thoughts later. I don't want to, it's not either great or crap i he's mean mid. they're mid there's <laughs> mid which yeah. is what, what a lot of quarterbacks are so
0: wait i mean he's a second year obviously you're going to have games like this but how does against this team you can't
1: you, you can't yeah. do it you can't right. because
2: is just physically he's not the biggest so it feels like he has to make a lot of out of structure plays he's constantly it feels like he can't be over the line sometimes he's he's just he's kind of a gamer so like he you know He's Baker Mayfield, bro. Like he just is. He's just Baker Mayfield. You'll have some he's good an average hard. quarterback, yep. you know, who's gonna, you know, who's gonna make a lot of mistakes, but also will win you some games here and there. But he's not the guy who's gonna win your Super Bowl. Let's just face it. I don't I, I hate beating around the bush. Sam Howell is just not he's an average quarterback. Like he's, he's, he's not, not a franchise guy. He's, well, he's, he's just not, but he's not gonna be the reason why you guys ever bring a Lombardi to
0: Washington. Well, the fan base. Wood is toxic. Yeah, no, no, I, I, you, you gotta fan, let me finish.
1: Most, most fan bases The fan are, base
0: so. from what I'm hearing, based off what Carlos said, they would bash him right
1: away because everybody's saying, oh, Sam Howell's our quarterback. Can I, can I take a time out here? And you want, you want to know why that is? Because the whole optics of the new ownership, people expect there to be an immediate change. And for your team to all it's of a sudden the same go thing from, that we just talked about with the yes, player development. To go from one of the worst teams one of the worst owners to uh, a playoff team. It's people need to tamper their expectations. It's not going to happen. Like, there's a process. Carlos and I talked about this last segment, and it reigns true here, too. Fans just need to chill, and they're not going to, you're not going to see a team win. A, you're not going to see this team, especially, win 11 and games I, after how they've played in the last, you know, 15 to 20 years. Yeah. This and I said this, this I, I said day. this, I said this, I said this last year, too, frustrating.
2: Or last week. Last it week, is Well, I brought it up last week, too, to you that like and I'm not specifically saying it was you, but Commanders fans were really delusional at the beginning of the season because I obviously have talked to a few of them, you know, in my line of work. And it was all <laughs> as long as Sam Howell's an average quarterback, we're gonna win the division. Like this is like, like we have the yeah. team this year. And I'm just like guys, like
1: you have to have a good. Oh, quarterback. I was like, really?
2: You're going with an unproven guy yeah. whose only game was against the Dallas Cowboys. Granted, he they he blew him out. He blew the Cowboys out, but it was a, a small game that was to the Cowboys. A
0: small sample size. Thank yeah, you.
2: and it was it was just like the the problem is is this happens. You guys got the new ownership and. You know you had one good game with Sam Howe to go off of and it was just like like you guys made you guys did the wrong thing and now you're disappointed and you just gotta understand it's a process the other thing is like you know the new new ownership is implementing their guys. Riverboat Ron is not one of their guys, he will be gone. He should be already be gone. I'm they, surprised that, he got that, that's him, gonna happen that, after
0: Thanksgiving, probably, probably Thanksgiving and, night. And it
2: doesn't happen well, it just depends on how Thanksgiving goes because it's gonna go. Say, to the I think let,
1: let,
2: gonna, I mean, it, it's not out of the question that Washington somehow pulls off this win, right? Because it's Thanksgiving, Dallas is weird on Thanksgiving. Um, they just are historically, they're very w- odd on Thanksgiving. Um, so if the commanders go out and win, they're not going to fire him. But if they, if they hold close and Dallas has to, you know, seal it at the end to win the game, they're not going to fire him if the team looks good. I don't foresee that happening. I do see Dallas maybe not blowing out Washington, but winning comfortably to where, you know, it, it'll be, you know, it's a division game. So we're not going to like beat you guys. Like we beat the giants because the giants are God awful. You guys do have better players than them.
1: Um you know, you've got to – you've got to – the ownership group has to clean house and, like Carlos said, install their own guys and also give them a chance to develop. But I will say Eric Bieniemy's done great, in my opinion. He's I
2: done as well as he good. could. He's done as well as he could. I mean, considering just, what he has you to work only, like. You can only do so much yeah. with Sam Howe. Sam Howe is just going to yeah. make mistakes. Yeah. But for the most part, I mean, I think the offense has not been – the main issue i think it's mostly just that secondary that's been terrible
0: yeah flip on the defense we're talking about jdr and what he's been doing again
1: been, he he should have been fired a while ago as well. yeah they've waited, they've waited too long but i say
2: i still say what washington needs to do is because it's i mean it's abundantly clear that ron rivera is not the guy and also, when you really break down his coaching history, he's only had three winning seasons out in 13 years. He's
0: been to one true. Super Bowl. That's true.
2: Three okay, winning seasons. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Leave the Super Bowl out of it because a lot of coaches don't make the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. That that that's not a stat that really matters.
1: Oh, okay. It's about we'll Cam Newton. It's about ha, can do you constantly <laughs> produce <laughs> let's let's be honest. Cam
0: Newton. No, nobody, well, I wonder where
1: he is. Nobody right now. could touch Cam Newton until the Super Bowl that was True.
2: Um, but like, like, let's put it in the, the main perspective. Is, does your coach win? Does he have a history of winning when you guys won the division? You guys won with a below 500 record. Absolutely. Like so and the NFC East was terrible that year. And you guys won it with a quarterback who was on one leg. <laughs> like, so in, in terms of oh, the, is, I, I say, I, th- I say, th- I say, th- 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 um, Mike I, I say what needs what should already have happened is you let go of Ron Rivera now and you make Eric Bien-Me your interim coach and see if he's the guy because obviously he's going to get a lot of coaching head coach, uh, you know, looks again this this offseason. Why not make him? I, I, and it was clear that he, his coach, his his coaching style was completely different from Ron Rivera's, and it was a culture shock to a lot of Washington players in the offseason. So you know, let's see what, what happens when he has the reins yeah. and give him the rest of the season. Don't put that pressure if he needs to make the playoffs. Just say, hey, show us what you got. Can you make this team more competitive? And maybe sure you guys don't win, you, you guys don't make the playoffs. I mean, you guys are still out on the playoff hunt, you know? But, but at least right. show us that. You're going that you're making a positive impact on this team compared to what Ron Rivera
1: does when he's in charge. That's all I'm saying. No one, no one's motivated to play hard for Ron Rivera, and that's it's that's apparent. I mean, it, it and seems, why, and, it's and, why and, and why should you? And why should you? He's he's awful. He's awful.
0: Listen to Ron's press conferences. He says the same thing week in week
1: out. That's it's, what losing coaches do. Yeah, I it's mean, annoying. They, they make excuses and they, oh, we're we're going to clean it up. We're going to clean it up. No, man. no,
0: but. At
2: the post game press the right things. We're doing the right things. Yeah, the post game pressure. But people guys were are asking. asking
0: people were asking him stuff, and he's like, "Whatever I'm say, uh, gonna say, people are gonna take that as an excuse." I don't pay so much attention
1: to what airheads yeah. I say after the games, anyway. Because, yeah,
0: but he he said the coaches.
1: They just they're just blowhards most of the time. And he
0: says we're gonna we're gonna take responsibility.
1: Like Brandon coming tomorrow,
0: Yeah, him too. Yeah,
1: <laughs> like, he, We'll talk. Hey, our defense
0: to looked pretty good out there. We've been making <laughs> it's just oh, like, yeah. dude,
2: you guys. Okay, we'll we'll talk about Brennan Staley later. Let's focus right. on Washington.
0: I mean, I other than that, I mean, just what a disappointment for the fan base in
2: uh, law. Yeah, yeah, but again, that's on you guys, though. That's because you guys set your expectations up for so high. You, you know, like, a disappointment of the fan. This is what I expected. Like, I, I'm personally not shocked that Washington's struggling here. I mean, yeah, I'm shocked that they somehow lost to, you know, Tommy DeVito and these awful Tommy Giants DeVito. who just got boat raced by the freaking Cowboys, you know, and you guys have significantly better weapons, and you guys should have boat raced these guys as mm-hmm. well.
1: No excuse. That, that's the actually. only thing I'm yeah. shocked at. The this Taylor game, this
0: game is... Yeah, like for the fan base, disappointing because you have the third string quarterback. Again, we've seen this before. Tommy DeVito. would we say he's a serviceable quarterback in the league? He shouldn't or, he shouldn't
1: be playing for anywhere. He shouldn't be on any yeah, roster. He but, should be on a practice squad. But, but you not, look at what third he's doing. Like he's not year. even
2: supposed to be playing. So yeah. like Look at the, but stats. the fact
1: that he gets, you know, I'm I'm not even going to go into the backup quarterback situation and all that cuz I I think the the NFL is just a mess anyway. Yeah, but there's I, there's a lot of guys who should have jobs who don't, and there's a lot of guys who shouldn't have jobs but do. Why is Joe Flacco getting signed? Okay, I'm I'm done.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's 40 because years old he wanted why to go to a place signed?
2: that had his favorite store,
1: Trader Joe's. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> you have these guys that just bounce around and just and somehow stick around and our Trader Joe's. I, ju- I just got that. That's, <laughs> that's
0: I can't take
2: credit for that. I got that one off of TikTok. <laughs> it was pretty, great. Pretty
1: I, I died when I heard it. Pretty good. But, you know, there's just there's so many guys who shouldn't be in the NFL still who are who bounce around. And it's, it's I'm you know, I'm, I'm not going to say anything else, but I, I think, you know, what direction I'm going. But, um, yeah, and then you have guys like Tommy DeVito who. Um, I, I know, I know he's the third string quarterback. I know he's probably started the season. He was probably on the practice squad last year, whatever. Um, the emergency quarterback, emergency quarterback. Yeah. So he never, he never should have seen the field, but that's beside the point. Yeah. There's, there's no reason he should be able to light it up against the commanders, but boy, did he? Yeah.
0: He lit it up and made him look like a serviceable quarterback in the league, which any other game. I mean, What was the like a stat? Top quarterback? <laughs> what what was the stat he had against the Cowboys? Any significance or not really? He only threw like forty three yards in that game, right?
2: No, he threw for a little bit, but it was mostly crunch time stuff. Yeah, or like
0: I mean, crunch time, garbage no. time.
1: He had three touchdowns and almost two hundred fifty yards against this commander secondary. That is inexcusable. That yeah, is
0: inexcusable. it is
1: inexcusable. Agreed. Absolutely, and, that, inexcusable. and Jack Del Rio should have been fired on after the game was over. Again, that's that.
2: That whole, aside from Eric Bienemy, that whole coaching staff should have gone. Yep. Yeah. they're
1: And they're going to, I think.
2: I hope. I mean, you think it's going to be at the end of the season. I think, depending on how this Cowboys game goes, I mean, they should have already done it. Like, this should have already happened. But I think because of the fact that it's a short week, they got to go to Dallas. They didn't want to mess with anything. But if they get boat raced by Dallas, it's over. They're, they're letting
0: Ron Rivera go. And they're probably just going to make Eric Bieniemy the interim head coach. Could could There's... we see another fight on the sidelines at AT and T Stadium? Oh yeah, I sure. don't know, man. Uh, honestly, the wa-
2: the, the Washington Dallas rivalry is just not what it used to be. It's yeah. not a rivalry anymore. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. a it's a rivalry, but it's not the rivalry of the division anymore. Yeah, that has now switched to Dallas Philly, but which yeah. kind of sucks because I used to love hating on washington so much
0: (laughs) but yeah i'm fully expecting the loss so you know it's just gonna get rubbed in my face and get this too like carlos said adding salt to the wound you can't
1: shower after the game either (laughs) just bulldoze fedex field honestly it's (laughs) it's a a dump it's 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 a dump it's it's been a dump since it was pretty much since it was
2: since it was conceived
1: yeah so cute (laughs) And yeah, that, that place, that, that's the other thing. The ownership group is. Well,
0: they're working
2: on it. They're obviously
1: ownership.
0: looking at sites.
1: Um, the commanders did so. partner
0: with a construction company not too long ago. A general. Um, Where
1: are they going to put the stadium? Sponsorship. Is the so it's going to be the hard thing. That may Over, help. Baby, a bring it to Virginia. <laughs> Every state wants it. Cause it's just, it's just extra revenue. Mm-hmm. Obviously.
2: Yeah. But they're paying the service apparently. Who's that on uh, like stadiums, like for the beer industry? It's a pain to service them,
1: apparently. Oh, I can imagine so.
0: I bet, I bet it is. But regardless, the Washington Commanders fall to the New York Giants 31 to 19 on their beaks. Yes, and they will wonder how their food got so bland on Thursday. I had
2: to. I had to. Yeah, oh, that man. was so freaking lame. Cream cheese Cream strikes cheese again.
1: strikes again. <laughs> God.
0: Man. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Well, anyways, that was the score. And when we return, we send it to Carlos and two games from him. We'll be right back. Hey, Kirby on sports podcast listeners. Mark Francis with icon real estate here. You know, it may seem scary or daunting at first to think about buying or selling a home. Well, look no further. Give me a call, 540-247-1527. There's nothing more than I love to do than help my friends make those transactions fun, interesting, and at the end of the day, productive. Look me up online, iconsells.com, and even better, find me on my podcast, Iconic Talk, with my co-host Megan Eanes on any podcast platform. We will share all the local news about real estate markets and our local community it's educational. Look us up. We'd love to help you. Iconcells.com, 540-247-1527. Josh.
1: You may have heard the saying, it's not if your home will get termites, it's when. At Barrett Pest and Termite Services, we're doing our best to refute that saying, one home at a time. Our thorough inspections and treatments are designed to keep your home or business termite free. Termites cause $5 billion in damages every year. A preemptive inspection is one of the best ways to keep that from happening to you. Because once you see evidence of termites with the naked eye, you can be sure they've already been at work for some time. Put a stop to termites and the damage they do by calling Barrett Pest and Termite Services, 540-340-3922. Barrett Pest and Termite Services,
2: 540-340-3922.
0: We welcome you back to the Kirby on Sports Podcast. It is now time to break down two more teams. As the Dallas Cowboys roll their way to victory against the Carolina Panthers. And to add to that, Jimmy Johnson going into the Cowboys, Ring of Honor, December
1: 20th, 1923.
2: 1923. Yeah. Mm. What a year. What a year.
1: <laughs> Jerry Jones is woof. Yeah. He's old and
2: C now, man. What do you expect?
0: I, I saw it on TV. I'm like, did. I really just hear him say nineteen twenty, and yeah, Jimmy we... had to correct him like that. I'm like, I hope it's not nineteen twenty three, and it's twenty twenty. What? What I say? What I say?
1: That's what. That's what he said, huh? Yeah.
0: But yeah. regardless, it was, uh, stooge. I, but I was confused, Carlos. But I, I guess because Jimmy and Jerry just, uh, I, I sent him down to an away stadium. They were doing a photo op and waving, and I'm like, wouldn't this been better if you just were in Dallas and did it that way, but it, I don't know that whole. Well, that it doesn't whole, matter
1: because he's going to be retired at a Cowboys game. Yeah, anyway, but it,
0: so, it was weird. They were just in the, the broadcast bar. booth in Carolina and did it that way. But
2: yeah, I mean, obviously they're going to do it like that because Jimmy Johnson works for Fox Sports, so <laughs> they were going to do it on Fox. And you know, it's not like they could really do a field shot or anything like that. I, look, this all in all, this is long overdue. You know, there's been a lot of talk of the curse of Jimmy Johnson, that the reason why Dallas hasn't been successful. And since the Jimmy Johnson era is because of this, because of the fact that Jerry's been very petty lately, or for for all these years and not wanting to put him, you know, in the ring of honor. Um, Which is
1: crazy because that's
2: his guy. That was his guy. That was the guy who's, who built the – I won't say it was just him. I, I You got to give Jerry Jones some credit back then as well. But, you know, Jimmy was – the reason why the Cowboys won those three Super Bowls, obviously, he was only a part of two of them, but that third Super Bowl was all of Jerry. Well, it was mostly Jimmy Johnson's guys, Um, and, and a lot of the a lot of those players on that 1995 team will say that Barry Swisher that year was not really the main was not really a reason why they won the yeah. Super Bowl. A lot of it was because of you know Jimmy's, you know. uh, or because of, yeah. Because of everything that Jimmy had taught them and brought to the team. That's why they won it that year. Um, So a, a lot of Cowboys fans are mostly rejoicing because like, Oh my God, we might actually like get past the divisional round because of this. Um So yeah, no, it was much deserved. I was very happy. I, you know, when I saw that they were going to do that and I saw them both in the booth, I was like, look, they can't, there's no way we're doing this and not putting him in the ring of honor. Like, like like this has to be happening and when jerry finally announced it that it was going to be on a it's going to be on the monday night football game against the detroit lions um i was i was i was hyped i was you know obviously i was not born during those teams but just knowing what he meant to the franchise and all the success that the cowboys still kind of live off of um to this day um and to see him finally get rewarded for it and something that it's clear that he has wanted for so long more. It seems like he wanted that more than he wanted the hall of fame. Um, it was much he deserved. got
0: that presented to him on Fox as well.
2: Yeah. But you know, the Detroit game is on ESPN, so it is what it is. Um, but i a lot of the Fox people say they're going to be there. So
0: no, no, I, I meant the hall of fame. He found out he was going into the hall of fame. Oh on yeah, Fox,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Which yeah. You're was right. pretty you're cool right. too. Yeah. yeah. Well, so well um I'm happy for him. This is much deserved and uh hopefully the the curse is lifted and Dallas can actually start to have some success from here on out.
0: So was uh, the well, not, was oh. the Oh, sorry, Dan, But the 33 to 10 scoreline was that because of Jimmy Johnson getting announced, do you
1: think? The football gods pay attention to things like
0: that. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> the Cowboys won, probably cuz Jimmy Johnson was announced that he's going into the Ring of Honor.
1: Yeah, that's the it, it. was reading. a bad
0: joke. It was a bad joke. Sorry. Oh my god.
1: All right. Cream cheese, cheesing it up. Um Jesus Christ. It's going to be a long. <laughs> but yeah. good win for the Cowboys. Dominating. Yeah. Um, you know, okay, like, let's
2: get into the game. Yeah, you know, it was a um an average performance by the Cowboys to be honest it wasn't and it it didn't excite me it didn't disappoint me I was you know I I was happy with uh, obviously I'm happy with the win um but you know it was very you know it got a little dicey there in the third quarter with when it became a one score game I mean the Panthers were they were game man they that team you know put up a fight um you know we weren't going to boat race them the way we did the Giants just because of their defense, their defensive scheme is more zoned than man. And when it's, you know, press man, the way like the Giants were trying to play us, you know, we're going to be, we're, we're going to dominate that all day just because our guys are just so much better. But when they're playing zone, they're obviously putting a cap on top of us and, you know, limiting the guys pretty well. Um, but, you know, eventually the, the, the talent difference finally, you know, sh- it finally showed its face and the, and the Cowboys fin- eventually just, Created the avalanche that is, you know, uh, the avalanche, yeah. <laughs> you know, the special teams affecting the, you know, the offense, the offense affecting the defense and, you know, so on and so forth. And everybody just kind of playing, you know, and helping each side of the ball out. Um, you know, obviously it was a very, you know, when you look at the stats, like, yeah, Dak Prescott didn't necessarily have the biggest performance in terms of numbers, but like he was still fantastic. He was still brilliant um cd lamb had you know some good plays obviously he didn't put up 150 yards again but it it's fine and you know defensively man, the, this defense is is still good man and um obviously obviously there were some there was a little it was a little leaky on the, on the run defense this time but um it, it's okay like all in all i feel like dallas never really got out of third gear um i think that they kind of held themselves back a little bit this week just because you know we have the Thanksgiving stretch here we have this we had this past game now we got this game against Washington and then after Washington we have the game against Seattle um on on Thursday night again so um
1: it's just a crazy
2: well at least they get a week you know between yeah, games so it's not you know so yeah it's um it was it was a great performance obviously Duron Bland fourth pick six of the year ties the NFL record Easy. and he still has you know we still have so many more games to go so he'll probably break the record uh you know and I hope he does and it just kind of you know it was it was just it was an all right performance um nothing nothing to nothing to really complain about nothing to really um praise too hard about um we we just we just did what 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 we're supposed to do against bad teams and Um, in terms of Carolina, it's the same thing, man, that we talked about earlier. Like we, I I don't want people to start crucifying Bryce young. I actually saw some good things from Bryce young, this game that I was like, yeah, if they can get him some weapons, if he just needs a little more time to develop, obviously he's a smaller guy too, but I I can definitely see him being successful in this league. Um, and, um, yeah, it, 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 you know, my, 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 uh, that, that's pretty pretty much it it was it was a it was an all right performance it wasn't anything to you know get too high about it was nothing to get disappointed about it was it was it was indifferent it was, yeah, it was like,
1: I, I, yeah, yeah, this is what we're supposed to do i was about to say i think i think you expect this uh for dallas and they've they've really they've be beaten up on pretty much every team with a losing record this year we still have yet to see them beat a team with a winning record now we'll get a chance to see that in you know in the next however many weeks, they have that's a proper schedule. That will
2: be the first. Will be our next opportunity.
1: Yeah, and and like you mentioned, Detroit. That's going to be a very. That could be a really exciting game with some big implications.
2: I'm not scared point. of them. I'm not scared of them. I'm really yeah, not. They, they they've won, but they've won. They they won ugly at times. Well, they they've. I mean, they've won, but you know the the way they win is they kind of have to. They have to do shootouts. Their defense can't yep. stop anybody. Yeah, they're not gonna. And Dallas's defense is got. We're gonna be able to stop the Detroit Lions. Like I agree know. with that. Yeah, um, and our offense, if it keeps humming the way it is, we'll be okay.
1: I don't. I don't. It's disagree. the Philly
2: game that we're that yeah. I'm most
1: excited for. It's gonna be tough. Yeah.
2: God, do I hate Philadelphia.
0: We're we're gonna have to <laughs> cater to Carlos so we can. Haven't watched the Dallas Philly game after our excursion up to Baltimore.
1: That's right. Yeah,
2: we'll be watching it again together because we watched it the first time together. So we'll be together again.
1: We'll stop at Buffalo Wing Factory and rest in again, boys. Uh, we could do that Sunday again. night football, and then we have to drive all the way back to your house.
0: Uh, Maybe not.
1: <laughs> it's not that far. I'll, I'll have to check. It's like an hour away. <laughs> no, not to not to Arlington. It's like thirty five minutes. It's not that bad. Well, we're off topic here.
0: <laughs> well, so the Cowboys, obviously, with a cruising victory over the Panthers, but the game that's probably going to take up a chunk of this episode, <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs falling to the Philadelphia Eagles. Poor, and
1: Poor Travis Kelsey. Poor uh, Travis my
0: guy Felice is blowing up my phone right now about
1: this. Yeah, uh, sure right this second. <laughs>
0: over over the eagles has he victory. has he reached out at all
1: uh he doesn't seem like that kind of fan no, to be he honest.
0: didn't reach out yet but he does remember the bet
2: i, I know he does remember the bet because we talked about it when we did our live stream but
0: yes Good old So
2: yes obviously you seem see. very
0: upset carlos and oh, the- i'm frustrated i'm frustrated I mean, to be geez, geez, sir, hold on me, here let, let me too. let let me
2: let let me let let me let me speak so, yes, obviously the Chiefs lost. Um, and during the draft show, as you saw, me and Felice had made a Super Bowl bet because, of course, it's a Super Bowl rematch. Um, and the bet was is that if the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, he would have to wear a Chiefs jersey. And if the Eagles won, a super, won the Super Bowl, I would have to wear the Eagles jersey. Well, um, the Chiefs jersey did not show up in time for for uh for the bet to be to be paid. So I was going to let him off the hook and he instead decided to uh double you, you know to make it a double, uh, double he he decided to up the ante. It. He started to up the ante and made it to uh because we knew that they were going to play each other again this season and we made the bet of if the uh, Eagles won. I would have to wear the jersey and I would have to sing "Fly Eagles Fly." Um, or if the Chiefs won, uh, he would have to wear the Chiefs jersey and he'd have to do the tomahawk chop live on the j- during the draft show. Well, we obviously the results are in, and Kansas City let me down, man. They really did. Um, it was it was a it was such a such it, it was just more of the same, man. It was just. More of the same issues that we've been seeing with Kansas City, um, and Philly, man, just they're so damn lucky, man. They they don't they're not playing well, and they're somehow nine and one. It makes no sense to me. Like they should have lost those two games to the Commanders. They should have lost to Dallas.
0: Oh, that, and, that's very heartwarming to hear that thing. I mean, you. they should have. They should have lost those
2: games. Um, and they somehow have figured out a way. They're like, this is just what they do, man. And I was saying this during the second half you know, we have to take advantage of these possessions. We have to keep, we can't let Philly hang around because they're going to get it figured out. Yep. And our deep and this Kansas City defense, uh, it, they were fantastic last night. They were, I mean, the whole first half. There was not a single brotherly shove. Like, not one. They were never in position to do that play. Obviously, then in the second half, they figured, you know, they got some things figured out, and they were able to do it a couple times. But the fact that Steve Spagnuolo was in his bag, Spags was in his bag, and this Kansas City defense was just eating up this Philadelphia offense. And then for our offense to play well in the first half, for the most part, and then just completely have a goose egg and get shut out in the second half is unacceptable. Now I will say I will say this the Travis Kelsey fumble, I can forgive that one because that was just a beautiful punch. Like when you rewatch the replay, Travis Kelsey he did very upset. He, was, he
1: was thinking about you know who when he fumbled the ball. No, I'm just kidding. Sure.
2: I mean, but like he he did everything right. Like Travis Kelsey did that and it was just the punch out
1: was just perfect. Yeah no it was like that was, was that was one of the most
2: perfect play. punches I've seen since I don't know, the San Francisco-Dallas game. Um, and so I can forgive that one. Obviously, Travis is going to be very upset, and he was very frustrated with himself, you know. But the key, the key thing here, man, is the Kansas City receiving receiving room Ugh. is just terrible right now. Ugh. And it's hard for me to, to really watching. comprehend how it is just bad. I know people want me to – MVS. Hold on. I know people want me to bash on MVS, but I'm not going to. Let's just drop it. Um, no, he slammed his helmet against the wall. You guys told That joke went over your guys' head. What did you? What? You get, that, that went over your guys' head. I'm upset. I, no, I, I was head talking
0: about uh, Marquez Valdez-Scan. No, no, no.
2: You The joke went over your guys' head, and it's over. I'm not explaining the joke because now it makes it less funny. Um, what? No, you, you'll have to re-listen to it. Anyways. All right, Um,
1: I'll go back and listen. I'll let you know if I understand.
2: Anyways, but, I mean, yeah, it's just hard for me to believe that the loss of Juju Smith-Schuster. I just got it. I'm stupid. Thank you. Thank you. Just
1: drop it. Very, very funny.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Obviously, it's over cream cheese's head.
0: (laughs) No. No.
1: You see? Um, he means yes he means yes I, I, it, no it still went over my head I, I don't <laughs> <You>. know <laughs> I even said what it was but he was looking at his phone so yeah I'm not surprised well, I was
0: looking to see if the joke was on Twitter or something
1: okay I am sorry,
0: steal my sorry, sorry, from Twitter dummy
2: I'm not like oh, you who it can't make an original joke to save his life alright I
0: still don't get it it went over my head I'll Dan, tell you later
1: Dan explain it to him he said just drop it like he drops passes. Just drop it. Oh, oh, okay.
0: <laughs> Stupid. Well, no, well, I wasn't even referencing the joke because after the game you could see he Yeah, okay. Please, uh, let, 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 let me continue my point okay. here. Okay? Yeah, here we
2: go. Stop let's derailing me. Derail Stop trying to derail me. Okay. Oh, it's, it's derail a, alert.
1: Derail, oh, it's, derail oh, it's, alert. It's already derailed. Let's let's get back. So it's at hard
2: it. for me to believe that the loss of Juju Smith Schuster. Was this impactful? Because yeah. for all all intents and purposes, this is the same rec- wide receiving core that we had last year when we won the Super Bowl. It's true. The only difference is Juju Smith-Schuster's not here, and we have Rasheed Rice. So, and I know Juju brought a more possession, you know, more more like he was he's a possession receiver, so he could make the tough catches, and he kind of relieved pressure off of Travis Kelsey. But teams have figured are are doing the thing of let's double Travis Kelsey and Travis Kelsey did not have a great game. I understand he scored the touchdown, but all for all intents and purposes, he did not look great in this game at all. Um, he looked slow. He was yeah. he was he, obviously he got a, he came up a little gimpy at the end of the game, um, and I just think it's a case of he's 34 years old. He's been playing at such an elite level for so long. He started out the season hurt. He just came out recently in an interview talking about how he's been thinking about retirement a lot lately, and how he's still dealing with a lot of, you know, long-term injuries and stuff like that. I saw I that think, too. I, I think it's a possibility that we're starting to see him start to slow down, and maybe he's starting to lose a step, and maybe he's not the same Travis Kelsey that he's been the past few seasons. It's it's possible, but it's also possible that it's just. He's just not able to get open because now teams are double covering, triple covering him and just saying, all right, these other guys need to beat us to me. And they can't, yeah. and they can't, it, to me, this look, this felt just like the Detroit game. Patrick Mahomes was given these guys, putting it right in the bread basket. Obviously we'll talk about the MVS catch or the MVS drop. I should say not catch. It wasn't a catch The you know, he, that was right there. That was right in his hands. Right there, right perfectly in his hands. And he has the worst body control I've ever seen and can't come down with it. Like you have to make, you're getting paid $11 million a season and you can't, and you're not making that catch. You are a professional NFL receiver and you can't make that catch when it's the quarterback is putting it right in your hands and it's the most important moment. And this is why they brought you here is because you were supposed to be the deep threat and you can't do it. Okay, let's move on from that. Why is Justin Watson getting 11 targets in the game? I have no idea. He and and yeah, he made some you know he made some critical catches sure, but he had a lot of drops too. Yeah, and it was very frustrating in, in, in that sense as well. And why is Rasheed Rice not getting more more game time? Because he's the only wide receiver that I see who's constantly making plays and actually catching the ball, but yet they keep taking him out. Kadarius Tony was actually great during this game for the, for the few touches they had. Andy Reid said in his press conference that it was more of a health thing. You know, that they're, they're trying to be cautious with the knee, so they don't want to give him too much of a workload. Immediately they gave him a little more in this game. And obviously he had to step in during the punts and stuff because of McCole Hardman's uh, you know, thumb injury. Um, but yeah, it's just it's very frustrating because again, you have this generational talent who's in his prime right now. And it feels like you're wasting this year when you have such a special defense that's not going to be together next year. Like, this is the only time we're going to have this defense like this where it just feels like there's no weaknesses and they're holding up their own. But then this offense can't buy a catch. And it's just so frustrating because Sky Moore's out there just running. Like, he's not—he's barely getting any targets. You know, Marcus Valdez-Scantling is is also barely getting thrown to because Patrick Mahomes doesn't trust him because of stuff like that. He's making critical drops. You know, the run game was fantastic. Isaiah Pacheco was ran great, you know, but then there's the penalties. There was the dumb, you, you know, the, the really dumb, you know, uh, interception by Patrick Mahomes. We, we do got to knock him a little bit this season because he's been kind of bad with turnovers this year as well. Um and that that pass that he was trying to get to, you know, uh, Watson, uh, you know, in the back of the end zone, th- he threw that right to Bayard. Like, I wasn't even close to Watson, in all honesty. So, for me, it, it was just more of the same. It, it, it was just, you know, we came off the bye week expecting, hopefully, that the, you know, the Chiefs would have had something figured out. And they played a it's good first half. You're yeah. up 17, to, you know what is it? 17 to seven. Yep. And then you lose 21, 17. And it's because you get down to the, you get down to the red zone. You have the Travis Kelsey fumble. You also have the interception.
1: That's that's points off the board there. And then, and Philly got the run game going, which they and, hadn't. Yeah. Philly eventually figured out. stuff
2: out. They obviously had that deep pass to Devante uh, Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, And again, it was just like this defense did all they could to contain this Philly offensive. They did such a fantastic job. I mean, Jalen Hurts did not look good in this game. He really didn't. He He looked rattled. He looked very uncomfortable a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. And then eventually, but eventually they were going to figure it out. And they figured it out towards the end. Obviously, the Chiefs defense did a fantastic job of shutting down A.J. Brown. He was a non-factor in this game, which was beautiful. Um, But it, it was just a case of the offense let the defense down. And Brett Veach who you can't knock him too hard. I mean, the Kansas city chiefs have gotten two super bowls. They've been to five straight AFC championship games. Um, but at the same time, it was naive of them to think that this was enough before the trade deadline. And I know that they, uh, you know, I know that they tried to make some moves, um, you know, in, in the off season to try to get some free agents, but they were kind of held hostage with the whole Chris Jones thing because they weren't sure if they could, hash out the money to these guys knowing that this guy, you know, our best defensive player is looking for more money and wants a new contract. And, you know, with the money that you're paying Patrick Mahomes as well, like you're just not going to be able to keep a lot of these defensive guys together. And I feel like they, and with how wide open the AFC is, I think they definitely missed an opportunity uh, or they're definitely missing an opportunity. I'm not, they're probably, in my opinion, I think they'll win out. I think they're going to win every game from here on out. But I don't see them winning the Super Bowl. Like, I, I just don't. And I, the, I, you know, I run a, you know, I run a simulation after every, every week of football, you know, just based on how I, how I feel about, about every team. And lately it's been, I've been having the Ravens beat them in the AFC championship game every time.
1: Don't, don't tell me that.
2: <laughs> but I mean, like, but it's it's a but but it's true. It's just like it's not far fetched, but it's not it's not far fetched. I'm not saying it's gonna happen, obviously. The Ravens
1: not. have their struggles in the playoffs. Let's let's call it what it is. True, but until they get but if, if these two teams played,
2: sure, I think the Kansas City defense would do a fantastic job of trying to contain of containing the Baltimore Ravens offense. I think they would. I think it would be well, a we very also have action. a great
1: defense as well
2: but and that's the thing you guys have yeah. a great defense as well and these Kansas City receivers can't catch to save their lives yeah you know? uh-huh. so that would put it to where eventually Lamar and you know that Ravens offense would probably get it figured out because they yeah. just have much but they just have better weapons than Kansas City and you're not going to be able to contain Lamar forever and he's going to make a play and that's the way i, I would see an AFC championship game going between them whether it's in Baltimore or in Arrowhead I, I, the way I always see it is it, it's an arrowhead and I can see that deflating the that being the most deflating game ever um but at the same time also very celebratory because even if let's say that does come to pass I'd still be happy just because it'd be the Ravens and I'd be happy for you Dan um obviously I'd be disappointed because my team didn't but at the same time my expectations are I don't think they're gonna make the Super Bowl I don't think they'd have the team for it I think they have the defense for it I don't think they have the offense for it um but yeah it, it, they 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 need to figure out something. I don't know if there's a free agent out there that they can maybe try to bring in. I, I, I don't know. Not Obviously, it. at this point, they can't trade any for anybody. Yeah. But there's a lot that needs yeah. to be examined, Re- wide receiver-wise, because these guys just ain't it. To me, why not Why not switch it up? Take Valdez, Scantling, and Sky Moore uh, you know, off the field at this point, because they're not th- th- their targets are worth nothing they're not making any catches again like I said skymore just goes out there and just runs like he doesn't even get thrown to why not give rashid rice more and why not try kadarius Tony some more too I understand he had the bad first game but he was he was a former first round pick you gotta you gotta think that there's a reason why and you guys also traded for him so why not get give, give those two guys out and don't throw the ball 11 times to Justin Watson. There's no excuse for that. Like there's no reason he should be getting 11 targets in the game. I understand, I understand maybe four or five because he can make four or five good catches, but he should not be getting 11 targets. And yeah, man, uh, again, I just, I, I, I hate Philly. I really do. They should have lost this game. Kansas city was definitely better than them, but offensively, they're just going to get it done. And you know, you win these games in the second half and it is what it is. You know, Philly, is now nine and one and god, I freaking hate them. I hate them. I hate Siriani Sirianni so much. He's such a crybaby, and I can't he, he
0: fits in the Phil uh, sit I,
2: I he can't fits such in a the city baby. of Philadelphia. I hate him so much. Um, but yeah, man, those are my thoughts. I don't know if you guys have anything else that you guys want to add in.
1: But, you yeah. pretty
0: much you pretty much touched on everything I was gonna say.
1: Yeah, I think I think you nailed it well. Um, I was trying to look and see what free agents were out there, but I'm having having some trouble right now. So, um, I mean, the- I just
2: wish they would have gotten like somebody like an Adam Thielen or something like that because like, yeah, yeah, like that would have been fantastic for this team. I think he would have been great. Would have
1: taken pressure. Obviously, off.
2: there was the, the DeAndre Hopkins the thing, but I think that that was more of a money thing. DeAndre yeah. wanted a certain amount. Kansas City didn't have the cap room for that. It's good. Yep. Um, obviously I wish they would have sold it more of like, Hey, like, you know, the Champions you here, championship, like, like, yep. like you, you've, you've made, you've made your money. Do you want to be remembered forever? You come here, you're going to win a championship with Patrick Mahomes. Yep. Imagine DeAndre Hopkins and Patrick Mahomes. That'd be unstoppable. Pretty and nice. I think that's the thing is just, they have really, they, they devoted a lot of their resources to the defense and sure, they committed some resources to the offense, but they just have not hit. You know, obviously Rasheed Rice has been great, but Sky Moore has not been good. Valdez Scantley was not worth the contract that they gave him. Um, and it's just, you know, not resigning Juju Smith Schuster, which you know, granted, you know, health-wise, you know, it obviously came out that his knee's like ready to explode at any moment. And it's not like he's lighting it up over there in New England, but you know, he was definitely a key factor in getting Travis Kelsey open because. You know, whether they cover Travis Kelsey, then he could just throw Patrick Mahomes could throw Juju Smith Schuster. And if Juju Smith Schuster was covered, then Travis Kelsey was open. You need somebody else to help Travis Kelsey because we can't just go based off of just Travis Kelsey.
1: Yeah. I agree. I agree. You got got Jarvis Landry out there. He's at the he's
2: near the I time. was I saw that too. I was like, I wouldn't hate Jarvis Landry, but there's got to be a reason why he hasn't been signed either. You yeah. got TY Hilton out there still, too. Yeah. And
1: you know he makes you wonder what kind of shape these guys are into. Maybe they're maybe they're not in football. Well, Ty
2: Hilton, this happened last season. He signed with Dallas around Christmas time.
1: That's it was right. Was around
2: the time that he signed with Dallas, and he made a significant impact immediately as soon as he got in there. Um, <laughs> hilariously against the Philadelphia Eagles. So, like, getting somebody who like can get separation because that's another thing you see. Sometimes they'll show the all twenty-two and yep. nobody's open. None of these guys can get open. Yeah. And it's just so frustrating because, like, again. You got Patrick Mahomes who's putting these passes perfectly in your hands and you're still Mahomes. not catching. Yep. So I uh, I'm that that's my rant. Uh Felice, congratulations. I will start rehearsing and I will pay off my debt on the draft show
1: uh next year. Got to got to got to warm up the vocal cords for sure.
0: So the Cowboys with a win, a Chiefs with a 21 to 17 loss over the Eagles. We'll take one more break and then we get you to the breeze around the NFL and wrapping things up with the Kirby on Sports Pickup. It's Matt from Shenandoah Music, and there has never been a better time to give the gift of music. These are our best deals of the season with 30% off student band instruments, 10% off Fender American Pro Guitars, 10% off Zildjian Cymbal Packs, and even more. And we've got gift cards and layaway available. Plus, you can buy now and pay later with the Shenandoah Music credit card, or you can pay with a firm. So when you think music, think Shenandoah Music in Winchester across from B dubs Hi, this is Mark Peter Lynch with Guild Mortgage. One of the greatest joys in doing business over the last 30 years in the Shenandoah Valley is helping people buy their first home. Buying their first home and putting the keys in their hand at the closing table has brought me so much joy. If you want to buy your first home, a second home, or an investment property, or build wealth through investment in real estate, give me a call. My phone number is 540-664-4700, or you can find me on the World Wide Web at www.marksmortgage.com. Welcome back to the Kirby on Sports podcast. It's now time for the breeze around the NFL, gentlemen. Week. are we ready?
2: Yeah, there's going to be a lot of skips this week, just because yeah, it was not, it was not, hey, not a you great know,
1: week. I I, I understand. Honestly,
2: we kind of talk about all the good games. <laughs>
1: Usually, yeah. our teams are involved in the best ones. The Commanders, um, you know,
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> very, very funny, very funny. funny. It is. It was <laughs> hilarious.
2: All right, and it's actually. So... <laughs> All right, let's go.
0: Let's go starting. Let's see.
1: Oh my God! <laughs> I, I take, gotta get it in order. Take your time.
0: I gotta get it in order. I did not get it in Post order. of the
1: podcast here.
0: Yep. Cream okay.
1: Strike again.
0: There we go. Um, <laughs> pretty terrible game. The Browns defeating the Steelers, thirteen to ten. Matt Canada is now gone. Yes rejoice rejoice Pittsburgh Your are the vein of
2: your existence is gone and Kenny Pickett unfortunately will still, still suck
1: <laughs> that's it Gotta yeah the been. offense the offense isn't going to get better as long as Pickett's there I don't think it will the play calling should be better but the the, the hopefully, product- we'll see I mean it's not guaranteed but hopefully it's better it probably can't the play calling can't get worse I mean that that, that much is true ah it can get worse it can get worse I don't know. I don't think it will. I mean, their defense is the only reason they have a winning record. So obviously you can tell by this game. So yeah. The Lions over
0: the Bears, 31 to 26. The Lions battling yeah, back. they 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 fought back. Uh, yeah. yeah great, great, great comeback win by the Lions. Very great. Um, and honestly, it was
2: a good performance by Justin Fields as well, aside from the strip sack yeah. slash safety at the end. But you know, all in all, I mean They, I, I thought they looked. I thought Justin Fields looked good in this game.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. He's getting his feet back under him and everything again. So, uh, it's it's probably going to take a few more weeks until we can really get a good gauge of how of how he is. But yeah, the Lions had to win this game. Um, Good job by them to come back and bounce back. That's what good teams do. They find they find ways to win. So yep.
0: The Packers over the Chargers, twenty three to twenty. Dude, fire Brendan
2: Staley immediately. Like I he should already be fired. Okay. I
0: still don't know why he's still here.
1: And he has the nerve to go off on a reporter for asking right? a fair question. Right? Like it's just like that's oh, how you man. know he he knows. He needs to get he hit knows. in the head with two coconuts. That guy. He
2: knows. he knows. He knows that it's uh that it's coming to an end here soon. He feels the well, heat. He that's the why he freaked out. Like that.
1: Yeah.
0: The Texans over the Cardinals, twenty-one to sixteen.
2: Yeah. Trout, man, he bounced back perfectly from that from his interceptions, got the got the dub. Dude, he's he's
1: special man. That kid is special. He's going to be really good. They got they got to continue to build around him. They got sure. a good
2: one there and I, I yeah, hopefully they do build around him. Um cuz he he's, he's he's a good quarterback. And Kyle okay,
1: Yeah, yeah, go go on. Guy, worried. He yeah, go he back. was he was he was okay. Uh touchdown and a pick. He's I mean, he's he's brought some life to that to to, to Arizona. I certainly think certainly more than they had before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying Dobbs didn't like Dobbs played well, but like Kyler, it's different energy. Yeah, than, Kyler than franchise quarterbacks out there. Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean Kyler's kind of showing his talent. Uh, like I'm not I'm not gonna lie. Like yeah, he's I, I'm obviously look, I've always been a big Kyler hater, but
1: he he's, he's he, he 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 looks good. He looks good. They definitely look more energized with him as their quarterback. Obviously, I agree. Which, you know, again, he's their franchise guy. That makes sense to me. But yeah, this is a great win for the Texans. They got to continue to, we've talked about them before, but like throughout the season, um, they got to continue to build around CJ Stroud. He's going to be a special quarterback if they can do that.
2: 100%. The Jags over the Titans, 34 to 14. Brutal uh, game. Jags, 18-16. Jags look good. They're great great bounce back from compared to last, uh, you know, last week against the 49ers. This is the Jags yep. team that we need to keep seeing.
1: Yeah, agreed. And um, and Will Will Levis is starting to look like he's uh, a young quarterback still trying to figure his figure himself out. I know he had two touchdowns, no picks, but uh, actually he played pretty well on on the statute. Maybe maybe I'm just stupid. Um, But no, this was uh, this is a nice one for for Trevor Lawrence and the Jags for sure. Um, And certainly, like Carlos said, like what, what we expect to see from Trevor Lawrence, which is. Being One of the best young quarterbacks in the league, he proved it in this game pretty well.
0: The Dolphins over the Raiders 20 to 13.
1: This is a game the Dolphins had to win, so they, they found a way. They found a way. Antonio Pierce yeah. and the Raiders, now really, sticking with it 13 points by just not, not, not going to cut it.
2: Yeah, yeah, I don't really have a lot to say on this game, honestly. Yeah.
0: The 49ers over the Bucks, 27 to 14.
1: Yeah. Rock Purdy looks good with the Avengers again. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know, the the Bucks just shot themselves in the foot every time they seemed to get any momentum. They turned the football over, had stupid penalties, just played like an undisciplined football team. So this um Yeah, the Niners are a special team for sure. Absolutely. Um, And Brock Purdy, when he's on his game, he looks like... They're special
2: when they play with the lead and when they have all the Avengers together.
1: That's it. That's it. That's what it takes. And if they can stay healthy in the playoffs, watch out.
0: The Bills over the Jets, 32-6. to
1: Can we just stop putting the Jets on TV at all? Just please. No, yeah, they need no, to get flexed no. out of
0: every primetime
2: game. Like, I'm kind every of over game. the Jets. I mean, now they're going to they, – they finally benched Zach Wilson, finally. Um, sure. And now he's the third string. Like, he's not even the backup. He's the third string. And they're going with uh Boyle. What, Boyle? Kim that- Boyle. Boyle. Yeah, who's only there because he's friends with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand how some of these franchise run things. Like, they're literally catering to Aaron Rodgers so hard. And like, and he's why? Not even- like he's a forty-year-old quarterback. Like why are you're we projecting him to why come back in December? Over you're bringing you, you bring Lazard
1: and Randall Cobb, two guys who because aren't contributing he anything. Had to have them. He had to have them. <sighs> Stupid. And you know what? He's going to come back, and you know the Jets are going to be out of the postseason. There's
2: no reason why he should come back this season. There's I, really I, not. I don't get. And
1: it. if he comes back, he's going to prove one,
0: everybody one wrong one by last coming ride back next year. One last what ride is he proving wrong? Like, what are you? Why are you trying to prove this? Like, proving you every, can come back early from an Achilles. But you can. You legitimately can. not
2: Every doctor is coming out and saying, "It's, it's this is idea. not possible." Sure, he might. He did an experimental uh, surgery on it. But that Achilles tendon is not ready, no matter what, and he's gonna he's going to risk re-injuring it by coming back for what? The Jets aren't even in playoff contention, really. Like, what is he coming back for? Just call it a season, come back next year, recover that thing properly. Stop trying to prove science wrong because somehow he has become this anti-science, you know, (laughs) nut job. He's a he's a like get the. Like get the hell out of here, and Rod- Like I don't want anybody to be, to keep reporting the story. It's bogus.
1: Yeah, I'm with, I'm with you 100, Carlos. It's frustrating because I, I and I used to be a big fan of Aaron Rodgers too. Me too. Really, but he's like really he's gone ridiculous. off the
2: rails and it it's really just so insufferable.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I you know it's just like it's just like give me a break at some point. But you know, um, yeah, I, I think next year I, just just be smart and heal up and come back next year. Quit trying to say that. People want you to fail and all this. Nobody's rooting for you to fail. We just, we. Want I mean, at this point, world. I'm kind of rooting for him to fail, but you know, it is. I'm rooting for is. him to shut the hell up. I, I, I don't care what happens <laughs> on the field. Just stop talking. It's so annoying. All but, right, you know, we're talking about it, so that that's what he wants people to do. So, he just I wants guess. to
2: stay relevant, which is why he kept trying to interject himself in the whole Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift thing. Yeah, but, I know. know.
0: Hmm. All right, l- l- let's move on here. The road well, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on.
2: The September champs are back, baby. Uh-huh. They're back, baby.
0: We're so back. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, there we
2: go. They're not. They're really not. They're about to like lose like the next three games, but it's fine.
0: The Rams coming back to beat the Seahawks seventeen to sixteen with a Geno Smith injury.
1: Yeah, this was kind of an ugly game. Um, yeah, it was yeah, and the Rams ugly. just seem to have
2: the Seahawks. They beat them twice. Uh, this, you know, this the two times that they played, the Rams have yep. beat them, and you know. Yeah, this was kind of a game that the Seahawks needed more. They needed to kind of pad their record a little bit, considering that they're about to play, you know, the 49ers twice. And in between that, they obviously play Dallas. So like they have a three-game stretch here. They could go one and three. And very tough. Pretty much this this game coming up might be for the division.
1: Not a great point. I got I have nothing to add. I think think Carlos Carlos nailed that. So
0: and last but not least, heartbreak as the Vikings fall to a point to the Denver Broncos, twenty-one to twenty, in which I thought was a pretty good game. Good it good. was. A, it was pretty entertaining game. It was. Josh Dobbs, young but still making. Dobbs problems. is
2: not young, dude. He's <laughs> He's <been in> <laughs> he got drafted in twenty seventeen.
0: Two yeah.
1: <laughs> oh. He did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah by I'm the Pittsburgh Steelers. He started with Pittsburgh, yeah. So I yeah that's who, that's who should have been uh Big Ben's original replacement if they had you know moved at the right time, but no Pittsburgh had to wait and well, let him. Ben did
2: away. not want to retire. He so. Didn't want to
1: leave. Yeah.
0: Well, anyways, Regardless. the Broncos <laughs> beating them, but Josh Dobbs still some mistakes, but he still yeah. looks good for the most part. Yeah, yeah he's, he's Denver mistakes.
1: mistakes, and you got to give Denver credit. They 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 haven't quit. I think a lot of people quit on them this year. I know I was one of the people who said that the. Sean Payton, four game winning streak so
0: far. They're they're five extremely well,
1: and they've and they've they've beaten some good teams as well during that stretch, too. So, got to give credit where credit's due. Congrats to the Broncos, Russell Wilson. I wouldn't say he's cooking, but he's he's played well, and he's
2: yeah, he's definitely played well, definitely for sure,
1: Um, and hasn't had stupid turnovers like he's had, uh, like he's all throughout last season and uh, part of the season as well. Agreed. So that concludes the breeze around
0: the NFL. We dip straight in to the Kirby Let's on sports Pickum, Carlos Martinez. Pool bed, Greg. All
2: right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, one, welcome all to the week 12 pick'ems. Uh, we had ourselves a week last week. Um uh right now, uh standings are Dan is at 42 and 24. He had himself a 4 and 2 week last week. Pretty solid. Uh, I am in second place at 40 and 26. Dan, welcome to the 40 win club. I'd shake Thank your you. hand, but I'm not in studio today. Um, <laughs> and you cannot hate on I, I'm not calling you guys haters. I'm not calling you guys <laughs> haters. Okay? I'm just saying. I'm not in studio. Um, Because this time you guys actually like let me know in advance, and I made the decision not to go. Um, Studio K. So yeah, uh, me and Dan have hit the forty club. Um, Feels good. I also went four and two. Uh, me and Dan, we had the same picks last week, right? Like we yeah. had no difference. Exact so. same picks. Yeah, so it, it smart people, you know. And Kirby <laughs> uh, has fallen a, a game behind because he made the only difference of picking the uh, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers over the Cleveland Browns.
0: I mean, it was a toss up, three points.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm not knocking you for it. I'm just saying you fell a game behind because of it. Um, And he is at 36 and 30, uh, sitting comfortably in last place
1: right now. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) a four-game
2: difference between me and him, and a six-game difference between him and Dan. You got a lot of ground to make up, dude. Yeah, Um, sir.
1: We got to pick every game.
2: You literally have to go six and zero this week. And I don't. I I may have accidentally sabotaged you because of that so the games we will be picking well this week, you
0: you saw my oh, picks in the private text it
2: doesn't matter you that we know what the real picks are yeah okay? what's your thanksgiving picks which we really didn't need to. we see. did not need those i did not ask for those um so oh yeah <laughs> so um <laughs> yeah, okay Hold, let, let's Dude. get through this let's get through this let's get through this we've, we've been going for too long um so the games we're picking this week we'll be picking two thanksgiving games um, and then the rest, I guess, are Sunday games. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes, yes. 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 So we'll be doing Commanders, Cowboys, just because it's the Prime. It's the it's the Thanksgiving game. As always, the Cowboys have the, the Thanksgiving game. Uh, we'll be doing 49ers, Seahawks, because it's also a big rivalry game. Good we'll be doing Jags, that. Texans. Um, we'll be doing Saints, Falcons. We'll be doing Bills, Eagles. And we'll be doing Ravens, Chargers. Uh, I will start first, as always, uh, as your reigning defending champion. Um, I will be taking the Cowboys, contractually obligated, and because I just think they're going to win, obviously. I will take the 49ers. I'm rooting for the Seahawks, kind of, but at the smart pick is the 49ers. They're just a significantly better team. It is in Seattle, though, so could get a little dicey. Yep. We'll see. Yep. Uh, it just depends on how Gino looks. I am the only person taking the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um I understand why you guys are taking Houston right now. They're the hot team and they kind of have Trevor Lawrence's number, but I think this is, um, this is an opportunity for Trevor to, uh, and the Jags just in general to kind of show like, Hey, like we are the team that we think we are and we're going to, it's time for us to bury this Texans thing. And uh, finally like take control of the division. Uh, I'm going to take the saints. I just can't, I just don't trust Desmond Ritter um I'm gonna take the Eagles over the Bills uh I'll obviously I'll obviously be rooting for the Bills in reality um just because you know an Eagles loss would be fantastic uh for the Cowboys and you know Kansas City couldn't pull it off but just I don't know Josh Allen is just not I yeah I can't trust him uh the you know and going into Philly Uh, it's going to be tough for them. So I'm going to take Philly. And then I'm going to take Baltimore over Los Angeles just because Brendan Staley is a stooge. And Baltimore is a much better team. And with that, I send it to our first place um, contestant, uh, Dan.
1: Thank you, Carlos. Appreciate that. Uh, So, yes, I will be taking the Dallas Cowboys over the Washington Commanders on Thanksgiving. That's the easy pick, I think, of the week. Um, I expect Dallas to win this game by two scores. Uh, I think it's not really going to be close. I, I think they'll come in and, uh, and, and play well at home. Um, I'm going to take the 49ers over the Seahawks. The 49ers are just significantly better right now. Like Carlos said, I know the game is going to be obviously in Seattle, going to be a tough environment. Um, but if anyone can handle it, I think the 49ers will be able to do so. And Brock Purdy and his Avengers uh, are back once again. So I like them in that matchup. I'm going to take the Texans over the Jags. Uh, this kind of was a tough game. I, I thought about just flipping a coin and seeing what it landed on, because this is one of those games where I think it could kind of go either way. Um, and I do I do like the bounce back the Jags had last week, but I expect uh, the Texans at home um, and CJ Stroud to play well. So I'm going to – so give me Houston. Um, the Saints, I'll pick the Saints over the Falcons. I think the Falcons are a mess right now. That one seems like a easier pick. Um and, it's not like the
2: Saints are any better, but you know, no,
1: they're not. They're they're inconsistent. The NFC
2: South is so terrible. It's so I hard to choose division. these games.
1: Yeah, the NFC South games are like I brutal. hate that division so much. It's it's been brutal for a bit too. So it's it's not getting any better. And the, the sad
2: thing is, one of them is going to get the home game, and Dallas is probably going to have to go there, and it's going to be BS because I'm pretty sure Dallas is going to have a better record.
1: Oh yeah, no no doubt no doubt. Um, I'm going to take the Eagles over the Bills, the September champs have come and gone, and the Eagles are clearly the better team right now. So uh, give me Philly at home as well. And then, of course, contractually obligated to pick the Baltimore Ravens over the L.A. Chargers, even though I think the Ravens are clearly clearly the better team right now, and um, they'll have a nice win heading into their bye week at 9-3, and three, hopefully. So with that, I'll throw it over to Mr. Josh Kirby. So,
0: uh thank you, Dan. I appreciate it. So, in the Commanders-Cowboys game, I am contractually obligated <laughs> to pick the Washington Commanders. If and you that, do, it'll be a good pick. And that is my only thing I will say about this game. This game, 49ers-Seahawks should be a close one, but I think the 49ers have the slight edge. Same with Houston-Jacksonville, but I, I, I think C.J. Stroud and Houston – He has a good thing going, and I think they get another win on Sunday. The Saints, obviously, I just think the Falcons, they're sort of in limbo right now. Um, The Eagles, obviously, over the September champs. And I think this game is going to be closer than we think, the Baltimore Ravens and the Chargers. but I I think think it'll be close. Yeah, yeah, but I I, I think the Ravens get the win.
2: I don't. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't. I think, I think Baltimore's going to win, and I don't think the Chargers are really going to threaten the win, per se. I think it'll be like they'll they'll be in it, but I don't think Baltimore is going to necessarily freak out at any point.
1: Yeah. I, 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 I think, could see that, too. I think they've done a lot of traveling. I mean, to start the season, it was an insane amount of traveling. They haven't done as much here in the second half, so maybe that West Coast... Uh, that uh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. could be a factor. Who knows? Yeah, the, I,
1: I think they'll start a little slow, but hopefully, they'll find a way to keep it going. I think the defense will, uh, will hopefully dominate in this game eventually. So,
0: once
2: so, again, well, so, so hold on. So, hold on. So, scenarios scenarios that could happen here I could get a game closer to Dan, or I could fall a game further behind on Dan, and for. Kirby, he could fall two games further behind on me. Mm-hmm. Um, That's correct. Aside from that, no, there, there's still no possibility of any of the standings changing. There's but, no big shift, correct? Yeah, there's still no big shift here. So, but hope let's see what happens hopefully i keep inching closer because dan we're in a battle right now you and me we're in a close we're in a battle we're in a battle right now all it it
1: takes is one bad week for either of us yeah but i think the other thing is we're
2: making a lot of safe picks i feel like and maybe kirby's kind of the only one who's been making some risky picks lately and obviously they haven't paid off but that's why he's falling behind. I I don't. I'd rather but, not fall behind. But that's why that that's why I kind of fell behind in the beginning is because yeah. I was making those risky picks. And granted, it was also the beginning of the season, so we didn't have a feel we for didn't this know. yet. Right. I feel like this is going to be a battle between you and me, and in the and then we'll, like up until the playoffs, and then the playoffs is where we're going to start seeing like things like drastically shift between
1: the three of us. Yeah. Ones. Yeah. I don't. I don't disagree with that. I think that's a good point.
0: With that, that is the week 12 Kirby on Sports Pick 'em. Once again, you pick with us. Comment down below when we post this on Facebook if you get the most picks correct. You win a large cheese pizza from Anthony's Pizza, home of the Warrior in Stephen City, Virginia. Once again, a big thanks to ooh, Anthony's ooh, Pizza. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I had a whole thing that I wanted to do too. Um,
2: so real quick, just real quick, just real quick, if you if you want to bet these these picks and you want to copy our picks, I, I have the odds for everybody's picks. Since all, all three of us have technically different 16 combinations, so if you do Kirby's 16 combination, you take the Commanders, 49ers, Texans, Saints, Eagles, and Ravens, That'll to get a six-leg parlay, you put $10 on it, you'll win $679 if that goes 6-0. and Damn. That's a plus 6793 odds on that one hitting. If you do Dan's six leg parlay and you take the Cowboys, 49ers, Texans, Saints, Eagles and Ravens and you bet $10 on it, you'll only win $146. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a plus 140 1462 uh uh whatever.
1: It's the it's the bet commander's line. bet that puts Kirby so hard. Yeah, it's it, it, that
2: one definitely puts it over the top. Yeah. If you take my <laughs> if you take mine, uh you take the Cowboys, 49ers, Jags, Saints, Eagles, Ravens, you will and you bet ten dollars, you will only get a hundred and twenty-seven dollars. Okay, they plus one thousand two hundred and seventy uh odds. Wow. So Good basically, so. if you want to win big money take kirby's picks if you want to win safe money you take my picks if you want to get in the little bit in the middle you take dan's picks so yeah
0: just going off topic for a second um by chance um if because i i didn't get a look at this the commanders were plus 10 against the giants last week i wonder what the payout would have been if if you bet the Giants Who knows? to win, yeah, uh, I, I obviously you can't pull that up anymore just because
2: those odds are gone per se. Um, but pretty it,
1: nice, I'm sure.
0: It would, w- I think, it would have been a pretty hefty payout. Yeah. Well,
2: let Let me see real quick. Um, should you
0: pick them outright? Yeah, I, I'm just yeah. curious if you. Pick okay, like, so outright-
2: okay, 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 okay. So we can do this. So like, right now the Cowboys are ten point, ten and a half point favorites on the Commanders.
1: It's so high. Oh, so. God. I mean,
2: yeah. So hold For on. NFL me, game, let me just, just let me let me just
1: do this real quick. Let me College, I get it. If it's Texas A and M and Fart State, okay. Yeah,
0: but <laughs>
2: it's the Cowboys at home, the Cowboys are pretty good at home. So, like, let's say you put ten dollars on the Commanders, you're winning nine dollars. <laughs> a ten point favorite yeah. bet. Well, there you go. So. Huh. So it's not worth it. <laughs> it's not really worth it. I <laughs> mean, yeah. you'd have to put big money for it to be worth it. Yeah. But obviously, we're not big high time rollers. We're not making million dollar picks, you know. No, we
0: we not are not. Me. we are not. But you know, well, it, it, this has been a really fun podcast as we wrap this up a lot of high energy, as always, with some of our teams and with high energy. Don't forget don't sleep energy, don't sleep energy.com and make sure you use promo code KOS Podcast for 12% off your order every single time. That about wraps it up for another edition of the Kirby on Sports Podcast. Gentlemen, very thankful for each and every one of you going into Thanksgiving. Really appreciate everything you all do, and I wish you all nothing but the best this Thanksgiving coming up. Okay, really
2: quick before we go. Favorite... um, Side Thanksgiving side gravy
1: side Ooh.
0: or mashed potatoes.
2: It's mashed potatoes all day, but
1: yeah, all day. I'm going but you for
2: said gravy food. first, so you're a stooge.
0: Mashed potatoes and gravy, but oh, how you about that? Gravy
2: first. You, you, first thing you said, gravy. So that's your first initial thought. You're you're going gravy. I'm going mashed potatoes, Dan.
1: Sweet potato casserole. My mom's homemade. Oh. Mm. It's really mm. good. Mm. Nope. You're not all you're right. not a sweet potato guy. All right. Well, not white. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. You, you are not. That is correct.
2: We don't do that in my household. No, sir. We
0: are thankful for our sponsors as well PM Plus Reserve, Shenandoah Primitives, Dr. Dave Leadership Corporation, Mark it's Francis true. with Icon Real Estate, Barrett Pest and Termite Services, Mark Lynch with Guild Mortgage, Shenandoah Music, and Don't Sleep Energy. Ladies and gentlemen, do us a huge favor. Like, comment, share this podcast out to all your friends. Give us a five-star rating if you have time. And subscribe. Hit that bell for notifications as well. And as always, you can find us on all streaming platforms, all social media platforms. And with that being said, it's time for us to coast into this Thursday. Kick back. Enjoy some football eat some great food, maybe take a nap along the way, and then right after, get back on the workout plans because we might gain a couple pounds. Uh,
2: We still got Christmas coming up. You do understand that, right?
0: Oh, yeah, that too. My attempt at another bad um, outro. But with that being said, for the weapon, Dan Dembski, Carlos, the Swiss Army Knife Martinez, I am... Ooh, that
2: was that was Struggle City right there.
0: I I, I don't know what that Just was. Just end the
1: podcast. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy
0: Thanksgiving.